0: welcome to this week's episode of the universe of magic podcast my name's john i'm one of your hosts i'm gonna switch it up jeff how you how you doing
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you know what normally ladies first but she did go first last time so i'm doing good i'm doing good and we want to we want to kick it over to Alyssa anyways because she's kind of our guest of honor today she uh, yes we're gonna we're gonna be talking to her in depth on on disney cruise line but i'm doing good john how are you
0: i I am just uh just great uh, I have a busy uh, stretch coming up um I am actually going to Pittsburgh in a couple of weeks to watch <laughs> uh, I have no words for how awful the Pittsburgh Steelers are right now but that's a this is not a sports talk show but um <laughs> anyway um, and then we have our guest of honor oh uh, well I mean she's been here since the Am I the, the host inception. of honor today? Yes, the host of honor. <laughs> oh, I like who, it. Okay. Who has run the gamut of going on her first Disney cruise. And like, so like, where do we even begin? I,
2: You, uh, you
1: just got off the boat when? A week,
2: ago, not even a week ago, six days
1: ago. I, I, I know where to begin. I was looking at your first set of pictures and I was convinced for about the first five minutes till I investigated that you were in Italy. I don't know if you, uh, know if you knew, noticed, but your pictures were tagging yourself in Italy.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> the Disney magic previously was in Italy and they just, I guess they haven't switched the location of the, yeah. of the location tag. So yes, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, was I'm thinking it.
1: to myself, she probably would have told us that that should have been a pretty big piece of information, but then I, I, got, <laughs> then, then I got looking at the ports and I'm like, Yeah, there's no way that you're going to be in Italy and stop in in the Caribbean (laughs) for your (laughs) spots. No. How did you you like your first Disney cruise, Alyssa?
2: Oh, it was incredible. I have sailed some other cruise lines in the past. And, I mean, there's, like, no words to say just how top-notch Disney cruise line is compared to everybody else. It was so good. Like, yeah, I have so many notes of what to talk about today. But, uh, I mean, I fully enjoyed myself. I relaxed. I had adventures. I ate until I couldn't eat anymore. Like, it was incredible. So,
1: yeah. Awesome. yeah. And, and, that's, and that's one of the things that, that I wanted to, at least, you know, let's just kick it off. It's one of the things I wanted to ask you about, you know, had, had you been on other cruise lines before? Because I have too. You know, I've been on uh, a few Disney cruises, just a, a few more than you. Um, but I think, for me, the thing that I enjoy the most, and I really would like to hear your opinion on it, what sets them apart are two things. Um, I think the food is better on a Disney cruise than I've been on on other cruise lines. I've been on several others, Royal Caribbean. I've been on Carnival. I've been on a Holland America. Um, And I think the other thing that sets them apart, and it's because they have the, you know, all the uh, intellectual properties that they do, but the entertainment. um, Those Mm -hmm. two things for me are what, I will always look at a Disney cruise price first when I'm looking at my itineraries. What do you think, Alyssa?
2: Before you even said both of them, that was the first two that came to my mind, the food and the entertainment. Yeah. Uh, so I, I have also, I've sailed World Caribbean and carnival as well. So, and I had, had I always love cruises in general because you can order as much as you want whenever you want room service is free. And that's pretty, that is across the board of all cruise lines. Um, However, I have had some in the past where, like, I'll order something just to try it because maybe I've never tried it before. I don't know what it is. But I'll be like, well, eh, that was okay. Like, I don't know that I'll do it again. Every – I'm not even joking. Every single thing that I, I tried on Disney Cruise Line I loved. And I had – so I was there five nights. I had five different types of steak, <laughs> and which, John, I know you're going to love. And I loved every single one of them. I rated them. Like, they were all great, and I rated them. Um, of which was the best and everything, but yeah, it's, I, I can't even really compare. And even like, um, I've heard complaints about their quick service cabanas in the past. Like I've heard people are like, Oh, it's boring. Oh, it's the same stuff all the time. Um, but I liked it. And I actually thought they brought up a variety. Like one day they had Indian cuisine as part of like their basic stuff. And then one morning for breakfast, they had, um, what were they? Churro Mickey waffles. So like they did try to mix it up sometimes and it it was really really good so um, food was top notch um and I'll talk a little bit about the restaurants aboard the Magic which is the ship that I went on um and then yes entertainment so every single night they had some kind of entertainment so whether that was um so we had three different shows um we had Tangled musical which it was really, really cool. They followed the storyline of Tangled, but they added some new music. They added um, some different scenes. So they had um, a different scene in the Snuggly Duckling that was um, like not in the movie, but it was incredible on stage. So I love that they kind of take the classic Disney, but they put their own twist on it. Then they had two other stories that were not classic Disney stories, but one was Cinderella with a twist, um, which I won't spoil it for anybody in case they ever go on it, but it was it was fantastic. And then um they had one just about a girl who was growing up and she was like afraid that as she became an adult she was gonna like lose like the magic of Disney. And all your favorite characters came out in that one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> so it was it was so good. So then we had the three shows and then again I was on a five nighter. So then you had Pirate Night, which the majority of cruise lines do have. And um Pirate Night I was actually impressed. I was expecting I don't know, just like a, a pirate night. I don't know. Something basic, but it was, like, top-notch. Again, they went kind of above and beyond. That's when Fireworks at Sea happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, also, I was on a Halloween on the high seas. So, they had a, a whole dance party with, the, like, your the Fab Five, Chip and Dale, mm-hmm. like, everything. And so, and, man, you I thought that people went all out for Mickey's Not-So-Scary. They That, like, doesn't even reach the bar of how... All out people go on Halloween mm-hmm. on the high seas. It was really, really cool to see some of the costumes on there. So, anyways, one no night had nothing. Like every night had something planned, something you could do. Um, and yeah, that was nothing like I experienced. I rem- remember on Royal Caribbean, I left the show halfway through because I was bored. So never once did that happen. I was captivated during every single show.
1: That's 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 the thing that's awesome about Disney and their shows is they're Broadway. I mean, they're Broadway quality shows. These mm-hmm. are the same type of shows, John, that you could come to expect and love. Um, you know, with a two three hundred dollars seat, going to see mm-hmm. Lion King or Frozen on Broadway, which I've done. You know, in New York, there's not a lot of difference between the quality of the show that Disney brings you. You know, in the middle of the ocean, than you would have at Broadway. That's how elaborate and how cool they're their stages are. So it's, it's just awesome. And the other thing, John, I know that you'll, you'll love if you're, it sounds like you're a steak lover uh, and, 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 and such. And I've done, and I've experienced this on other cruise lines, Alyssa, and I don't know if you, you know, noticed it, but like Disney allows you, if you can't decide on a meal or two or three, they'll bring you all of them. You know, they will bring you all of them. They will bring you multiple appetizers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other cruise lines don't, Always do that. I'm not going to say that they don't. I, I, I've had that happen on Royal Caribbean. But some cruise lines want you to at least try one first before they bring it. Disney will just bring out multiple plates mm-hmm. and allow you to enjoy here, everything. that you, you don't have to decide.
2: Here, Here's where it goes next level. So two, two things come to mind. One, I did order multiple appetizers and desserts every, every single night. Uh, but on the Halloween night, our... Waiter brought us out an extra dessert that was Halloween themed that was not on the menu. Oh, God, cool. And he just brought it just because he thought That's we cool. would like it. Like our, our staff was incredible. They really got to know us and they really figured out what we liked, um, what we were interested in. Um, mm-hmm. But my same waiter at the table next to us, for whatever reason, the woman um, didn't expect her. I don't know if she got like a shrimp salad or something. Well, it came out whole shrimps with the tail and everything. And she just kind of she made like just the smallest little uh, and he asked her what is it, and she's like, oh, I just didn't realize the tails were coming out. He literally took her plate and cut all the tails off for her, and like did it for her like, and she was like, no, no, you don't have to do that. And he said it's my pleasure. So like the and and when I say like those staff like they're from all around the world. So our um head waiter was from the Philippines. Um, no, take that. Yes, the Philippines and the other head waiter or assistant waiter was from Brazil. So they yeah. they're all from all around the country, and they actually want to be there.
1: And you so, get to know them. You get to know them because yeah. they follow you. They Disney has rotational dining, which yep. you know, unless you get you got your first taste of it on Disney. You know, you're in a different restaurant every night, John. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously there's three main restaurants, and you rotate through them. If you're on a more than three night, you're going to eat at something twice, maybe all of them twice, but it's like a full Mm. seven-day itinerary. But your wait staff follows you from restaurant to restaurant. You still have the same people. They follow you every (coughs) night. They get to know what you like to drink. It's on the table by the second or third night. And one of my favorite stories from the August cruise was, um, I don't know if you had it on your cruise, Alyssa, but they had this incredible cheddar, potato, and bacon soup. Um, it was like my absolute favorite. And every single night, he would bring me a couple bowls of it, even though it wasn't on the menu. Nice. So that's just the level of service that you come to expect from the dining and the food. And, um, you know, I, I noticed that when I'd done other cruise lines that sometimes by the end of the cruise, like you talked about, you know, cabanas or maybe even the dining room. By the end of the cruise, I was like, oh, man, this food again, you know. But Disney, yeah. it was like every single night I looked forward to the meal. I looked forward Name. to it. I think the quality is just a little bit better, John.
0: And for Name. context, the reason why Jeff, so like if you remember from previous shows, like my wife and I decided we're going to try other Disney, you know, things um, like September, we just booked our first Disneyland trip, which we're really super excited for next year. I kind of want to hopefully like throw in a Disney cruise before then, but we're, we'll get there. Um. You know, so, like, coming from someone who is, well, who is with someone who is a cruise skeptic, how would you describe the, and I don't want to go down the unnecessary wormhole that is, like, the pandemic, but how would you describe the cleanliness of the ship?
2: That's a great question. Um, So, uh, two thoughts. There are... um, at both the quick service and the sit-down dining, um, there are hand stations. Whether it be, um, they they actually ask you, please go wash your hands before you mm-hmm. even enter the room. Um, uh, at the kids the kids clubs, they have these amazing hand, uh, hand washers where you all you have to do is stick your hands in. It shoots water on it, then soap, then rinses it off, and then dries it. All you have to do is just stick your hands in, and it does all all three of those things like all right. at once. So, um, I had no concerns. Um, now, that being said, I did get, I was sick prior to the cruise. As anyone who heard the last episode knows that oh, yeah. I lost my voice. Um, I did my best to try and, you know, get medicine before it didn't work. Uh, but I've been COVID tested like four times. My, my cruise was the very last Disney cruise to require COVID testing. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I mean, I took all the precautions I did. Um, but they do have the medical facility on board, which I did end up going to visit because my cough just got so bad. So, um, what I have to say is overall it was a positive experience. Um, the doctor, the, just like the rest of the staff, the medical staff down there are also from other countries. Mm. So if you are American, you might experience something a little different than what you're typically used to. Um, just in the sense of their recommendations might not be what you would typically get from your recommendations from your doctor back home. Um, not to say that they were bad or they were unethical mm. or anything like that, but I was just like, really? Like, that's, that's what you're having me do. So, um, it was just a little surprising in that. So also they they call their medicines different things. So mm. I was trying to explain some of the medicines I take and she had to like Google them because she didn't know. And then she was see it. She's like, oh, 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 okay. So... <laughs> Um, so that was a little different. Um, it's also not included in, um, your fare. It is an extra cost. Mm -hmm. However, this is why you get travel protection. So (laughs) I got travel protection for this cruise and I went today and submitted my claim. So I should knock on wood be covered for it. Um, yeah. So cleanliness when it comes to it, I wasn't concerned. Now again, they are no longer requiring COVID testing for vaccinated people. Um, non-vaccinated will to get a COVID test. So mm-hmm. whether that makes you feel worse, better, that's your own. I yeah, better. I mean,
1: John, the the pandemic, you know, we don't want to go down that wormhole. I, I totally no. get that. But the pandemic caused everybody to look at vacationing a little bit different. And unfortunately, you know, I, this is my opinion and my opinion only, I think the cruise line got villainized the worst of all the, the, the travel industries, which mm-hmm. is why... People, you know, kind of like where your question came from. How did you feel? Did you feel comfortable on it? it it's, it's unfortunately the, the last, I think, of the major players in the travel industry that's slower to come back. People are mm-hmm. still dipping their toe into, no pun intended, the water of cruising again. Um, I've been on three cruises since they've reopened. You know, it's awesome taking advantage of that travel agent rate. But mm-hmm. I've, I've been on three of them. And every single one of them have been a different level of safety. Like the first one we went on, there was masks still required. The second one that we went on, no masks, but a lot of testing. And this last one, we still had to be tested. We were you know, about a month behind Alyssa. Um, but there really wasn't as much sanitizing needed from before. So mm-hmm. I've seen it kind of progress to normal cruising again and i think for all extensive purposes this is about the closest we're going to get for a while Alyssa already alluded to the fact that you know vaccinated guests no longer have to be tested prior um but the unvaccinated still have to do a proof of negative covid test Mm -hmm. um but when you're on that cruise at least for me when i was on in august it felt just about as normal as it can be they were filling all seats at all shows which wasn't Mm -hmm. the case on my first post-covid cruise You know, we had every other row and six people to the left and six people to the right were not near us. Like, it was awesome Mm -hmm. um, for the shows. But (laughs) I actually felt better this one with people near close to me because it felt more like normal again, you know? Mm -hmm. It felt like the world is back to normal and people are enjoying it. So I I think the level that they are doing is still more than what they were doing pre-COVID, John, you -hmm. know, but at the same time, um, a lot of the precautions and a lot of the – things that they were they're starting to phase it out so i don't know you know if that makes you feel good indifferent to it i mean honestly i'm all for it like i'm
0: like chomping at the bit to do something cruise you know either it's you know carnival royal caribbean or disney honestly i want to like have my first cruise be disney because that's the brand i know that's the brand i love that's the brand that like i've been the most exposed to but
2: i will say it will set the standard for you yes it will (laughs) set the standard because,
0: like, I have friends that, like, are Royal Caribbean or nothing, you know, and I have friends who love Carnival. Like, my sister-in-law was talking me up about going on a Carnival cruise. And if you look at some of the rates that Carnival's throwing out there, it's absolutely insane. You're talking a, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, my wife and I can go on a five-day cruise for, like, 900 bucks. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> and I think it's because the cruise industry wants people to come back because it is safe. And if you look... Look at you know our, our society as a whole. There's you know, and I work as a security guard part time. There's people coming back for concerts. Like we had fourteen thousand, you know, for a comedy show at our arena. Um, we had you know hockey hockey stadiums are filled. Football stadiums are have always been filled. Um, you know, so it, it's it's one of those things where it, it will come back. You know, mm-hmm. and. and
2: I did find out after the fact. So I was on the Magic, which uh, supposedly holds about 2,700, and we mm-hmm. were right at about 2,000. Yes. Hmm.
1: So that's, that's good. That's that is awesome. really good. Yeah. We were, on, we were on Dream in August, and they were still only about 40 to 50% full. It's wow. still, you know, there was a lot. You know, one of the things, Alyssa, you probably noticed, and you've done it on other cruise lines too, um, in the morning, a lot of times you have to get up. And go put your stuff on a chair by the pool because, you know, everybody fills those seats when it's nice and warm out. Mm -hmm. Those three cruises, we didn't have to do that. You know, we could just get out there, drop our stuff down after we ate um, because there just wasn't as many people. And that's what I mean about the cruise industry still being the one coming back and maybe unfairly villainized at the start. Because all you heard Mm -hmm. about was, you know, hundreds of people stranded at sea by the news, which I don't think the news is always fair. And yeah. you know, They look for they look for dramatics, um, but yeah, I mean, John, you're definitely setting the bar high with Disney. But I got nothing bad to say about Royal Caribbean. I've always enjoyed my Royal Caribbean cruises. Mm-hmm. You know, one of our well, maybe we'll have to bring Hector on one time. Yes, um, one of our travel agents to talk Royal Caribbean. Uh, he's he's such a great guy, and he knows that brand in and out. And I've been on with my other company that I work for. I've been on three paid cruises by my other company. Through Royal Caribbean, and they are amazing. They are amazing too. You know, I'm a big fitness buff. I just love working out. That's what my other company is. And you know, if you if you are into that, Royal Caribbean is the place. They have such a better setup for fitness Mm -hmm. and working out, and actually a track uh, on their ships. And if you've been seeing the commercials for that new icon of the seas, that's getting ready to come. Yes, that looks unreal. Yeah, unreal. (laughs) So. Great cruise line, Royal Caribbean. Carnival, you know, I've been on it before, and I'm not in a rush to go back. Um, (laughs) It's the entry-level cruise line, I think, for a lot of people. Get what you pay for, but still a blast. I'm sure people would have a lot of fun. Holland was great. Princess was Mm -hmm. great. But you're gonna have a blast, John. You just have to decide oh, I'm looking forward to you know, it. what your itinerary is, where you wanna yeah. go. That's gonna help you figure out what cruise line might be best.
0: And I and I think like my like watermark is five days. Like I, I can't see myself going in and being like four days and be like it's over already. Like uh-huh. no. <laughs> like I like that was my that was my first like regret with our first Disney trip, you know, my wife and I took back in twenty seventeen so we only went there, you know, for four park days. So we got to mm-hmm. experience one park a day, but we didn't even really go to Animal Kingdom because it was that, under construction at the time. That
1: is such a great point you bring up on, um, you know, Alyssa, how many days was yours right now? Five. Five. Yeah. Or five nights,
2: six days, yeah.
1: Disney's really, they've been really big on the one to three and one to four days since coming back mm-hmm. from COVID, like more than they had even bef- before COVID. It's a lot more of those cruises. You know, personally, John, I think that five-day is the perfect entry point for a first-time cruiser. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you the ability to not feel like it's over right after it started. Mm-hmm. But it also, you know, if, if you're prone to any type of sickness, which some people have, it's not as long as stretching it out to a 7, 8, even a 10-day cruise. Yeah. Personally, for me... Um, Seven day is perfect for me anyways. I, I love the fact of being on a ship for one full week. Usually by the end, I'm itching to get off. A week's about like my limit, but that's perfect for me. But I think five mm. to seven is that sweet spot for, for cruising. What do you think, Alyssa?
2: Yeah, so I, this cruise, I, I just went with a friend. Um, so five mm-hmm. was perfect because by day four, I was ready to get back to my family. So now if yeah. I went with the family, I, I agree a week would be great. Um, it's cause really that last, I feel like the first four nights were kind of jam packed with a lot of stuff. And so the mm-hmm. fifth day we literally took to sleep in, relax by the pool, get photos with characters and just chill. And, and we kind of mm-hmm. needed that after kind of some jam packed time. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it obviously it depends on what your itinerary is. Like where like you said, where you want to go. Um, most of the time when I cruise, I don't care too much about the port. I care more about the ship and relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time it was a new port, it was Bermuda and I had never been there. So, um, which was one of the points I want to talk about. So we, uh, we did book a port adventure one of the days. Um, and mm-hmm. it was incredible. You guys might've seen my photos or my videos. That oh yeah.
0: Which we'll so, put in right here. So, uh,
2: thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, like it, it was $95 a person and worth every single penny. So, we actually, um, we booked an uh, interior cabin because uh, we decided to save that extra money um, to put towards port Adventures. So, obviously, Disney has three basic levels, and they have, like, different levels within each level. But they have the interior, the ocean view, and then the veranda. So, um, we did interior. Now, I'm kind of jumping back and forth here for a second. Um, we ended up our first night waking up at 4 in the morning with a leak in our roof. Um, and so, and it was so funny cause my friend Becca was fast asleep and I woke up and I was like, Becca, Becca, do you hear that? And it was literally right by her head and she didn't wake up. So, um, but we called maintenance. They were fantastic. They tried to fix out the pro- fix the problem. They couldn't. And so they upgraded us to an ocean view and nice just sense. moved everything for us. So I say that because now that I've experienced both. I 100% now see why you pay the extra money for the ocean view because the store the extra storage alone was huge. The split bathroom mm. was awesome. I could, I could have continued to go without the view of the ocean, but it was a nice perk. It was nice to have that extra. So the veranda, my understanding is, is exactly like the ocean view, but with a veranda. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. um, it was, it was really cool to be able to experience, um, both of those. So, um, anyways, my point in saying you figure out for your budget, what is important to you? We did not anticipate to spend much time in the room and we didn't. Um, so we put that extra money towards port adventures and other activities on the ship. And, and I have no regrets about any Mm -hmm. of that. So, um, But when you go into, like, a foreign country, you have to kind of do your research if you're going to do it on your own. Disney is great with their port adventures because it's all handled. You go to a meeting place, a person takes you to where you're going to go, and then you just go on your port adventure. (laughs) Um, If the adventure, for some reason, is running late, like, let's say our catamaran broke down or something, and we couldn't get back in time for the ship, Disney will then hold the ship because you booked your port adventure.
1: That's important. That's important right there.
2: Yeah. Had you booked it on your own kind of sol you got to figure out how to get back home by yourself so well,
0: um <laughs> I, don't, I don't know and we'll we'll have to uh we'll have to do a uh, what to do if travel nightmare scenario like we like i experienced in jamaica this past march um as far as oh, Port oh, adventures yes. and catamarans yes and yeah like it... <laughs> yeah so uh, um so but
2: but yeah, so you figure out. Now I can, I will say you could do a Disney cruise without spending an extra dime. You, mm. it, you easily could. So the only thing really other than that, that we spent money on was alcohol, bingo, and then souvenirs. And that that's it. <laughs> So um, those, and those were not necessities. Those were things we just decided to do. But there were mm-hmm. so many activities on the ship. Your app tells you everything that's going on. Now, we did talk when we had Cindy and Nancy on here about, do you need to be glued to your phone? And I, on our sea days, where we were just um, at, like, does that sea not import? I left my phone in my room for chunks of time. So mm-hmm. we decided, okay, we're going to go by the pool for a few hours. We'll leave our phones and we'll just come back when we need them. Mm. So um, so you can do that. And I did, and I was glad that I did because I kind of like disconnected yeah. for a period of time. So um I was gonna say something else to that. I did pay for internet two days and I had no issues. So I did mm. pay for the highest tier, um, which was like thirty bucks a day. Um, but I, a lot of people have complained about Disney internet on cruise ships in the past, and I had no issues. That was great.
1: And one of the things they are doing new too, John, is they do give you like your first day free if you don't want internet. At least that was for me in August. Mm -hmm. As soon as you logged in, it basically allowed you to have the equivalent of enough megabytes for one free day. And you don't even have to use it on that first day. You could save it to day four or something like that. Mm -hmm. And and check in. So they are. That's that was a new feature that I saw this past August. I don't know if you saw that, Alyssa. Uh,
2: My understanding is that iPhones can text for free if you're connected to the Wi-Fi
1: throughout. Yeah, throughout
2: throughout the entire cruise. So that was that's all I am understanding. I could be wrong. I don't think we had any free day of internet or any megabytes. There. I know all cruise lines are trying to transition to this three tiers where you pick a tier and you pay for it, and that's it. Yeah. Oh. Um it was discounted if you booked it for the entire length of the cruise. So just a mm-hmm. tidbit there. Um yeah. anyways. So So Did you, you
1: did you guys get to stop at Castaway Key?
2: We did not. So we we um came um out of New York City. Okay. So, um, to get down there, it would, it would have been at least a week long cruise.
1: And, and that's something that I think is important to, to know, John, and talk about. Mm-hmm. It's not just Disney doing it, but a lot of cruise lines now are purchasing and, and uh, making part of their itineraries their own private islands. You know, I know that Royal Caribbean's got their own with Coco K. <coughs> yeah. um, you know, Disney's got one, soon to be two. Uh, private islands that they they include in their Caribbean-based ones. Right now, it's Castaway Key for the Western and Eastern Caribbeans out of oh. uh, New York, and I th- think maybe even Galveston might stop over there um, on some of their itineraries. But they're soon to have a second island. We saw it talked about in D23. The Lighthouse Point's going to be mm-hmm. opening in the very near future. But that's that's what a lot of people love about Disney oh. um, in general is their Castaway Key stops john so i would encourage you when you guys are thinking about a disney cruise to start off with one of those florida based ones you know whether it be miami or port Canaveral, and go go over to castaway key because castaway key is i i believe is on just about every itinerary that comes out of florida it's a day if not two some some of the stops are two stops there. some of them yeah
0: some of the ones that were that we were looking at had like two stops at castaway you know key so
1: such a cool island they so, consider that island an extension of the ship. So, mm-hmm. all your food, you know, mm-hmm. just about everything that you get included free on the ship is included free on the island as well, which includes mm-hmm. the, the lunch. Yeah.
2: No, I, that was my only, I don't even know if it's a regret necessarily about this cruise. Granted, we saved having to pay for um, flights to get down there. So, but we did have to pay for parking. And the New York City port, so uh, I don't know <laughs> pros and cons, Um, but yeah. So it, I I appreciated that I could drive an hour and a half to New York City, get on the boat. It was easy enough, Um, and go to a go to a country I hadn't been to yet. But that I think we're I'm talking about maybe 2024 when Trip is old enough for the kids clubs to do a Florida-based cruise and get to go to Castaway mm-hmm. Key. So. That's my hope. Um, which, by the way, you can tour all the clubs. All the kids, teens, pre-teens, clubs. And um, that was actually really, really fun. So they have open mm-hmm. houses every single day. And um, I might have played a lot of Guitar Hero in the pre-teen club and some <laughs> Mario Kart with some teenagers. <laughs> so, but they were all great. And it was actually good because um, the like cast members came up and talked to us and just kind of told us about themselves and the clubs and what to expect. So which as a travel agent was really great just to get kind of some firsthand um, yep. mm-hmm. feedback and experience that way too. So yeah. so if you go on any of those cruises where you can like fly the Millennium Falcon or go down the Slinky Dog Slide, you can do it as an adult. You just have to wait for an open house. So,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of which, you did a great job on your social media. So it's uh, Alyssa MLMT, correct? Uh, uh, on to...
2: Facebook and then Instagram is at Magic and Adventure.
0: Yep. So Thanks. if you want to check those out, yeah, not a problem. So, cause we were going <laughs> to, we were going to touch on the whole kids entertainment thing. And like you having, um, you talked about, you know, bringing your son in two years, like how dependent do you think you would be on those, those clubs? Like if you, you know, I... yeah,
2: um, I guess it depends on the family. So, um, they, for the, for the kids three to 12, Um, they essentially give them a magic band. Um, so it literally looks like just like a magic band and they can scan Mm. in and out. And then if they have an issue, they want to leave early, whatever, I guess they, they contact you through the app. So Mm. messages through that, um, are are free and everything. So, um, I mean, they had a slew of activities on the daily itineraries, so much that they could do so many different character interactions that you don't get outside of the kids Mm. clubs. um, so I don't know. I mean, our son is, can be a little timid at first, but once he's into something and he's loving it, he's all in. So mm-hmm. I could definitely see, like, for us, having to go to an open house, stay with him, get him used mm-hmm. to it. Um, and then I could probably see him being like, bye. <laughs> like, have fun. <laughs> so um, I could be wrong about this, but the very the I saw all um, little kids with their families during dinner. I want to say either, I don't know that they necessarily closed, but I think they have less activities planned during the dinner times mm-hmm. so that they can go with their families at least during that. But then they're open until midnight. So if you yeah. want to drop the kid back off and go to one of the bars or, or an activity or whatever, you totally can. Um, it's a
1: great it's a great way to get a little bit of alone time, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. for, for mom and dad. John, and having been on a few cruises myself, I had kids that were not at young that was using the Oceaneers, you know, clubs. Mm-hmm. But we had kids teens and tweens when we done earlier cruises so we we got to take advantage of the i think they were called edge and vibe Mm -hmm. um kids clubs for the older kids and same thing it gives them something to do and and mom and dad some you know yeah individual time when when needed
2: and i think so we got to visit those and i they they had some cool things because they had challenges where um, the kids got to go with one of the uh, cast members around the ship and do like scavenger hunts and then they had to report back to edge Revive vibe and, and say whatever they found or whatever it was. And they got prizes for doing that. And then like mm. they had all these really, really cool things. So I, I went on a Royal Caribbean cruise as a teenager and they had no staff in there to guide us to do anything. They had no activities. <laughs> it was just kind of a, here's a place you can chill by yourself. If you want, here's some video here's games, some video
0: games, kid. Have basically <laughs>
2: and so it kind of stunk but no the Disney cruise lines they don't leave the teenagers hanging they can go mm-hmm. chill by themselves if they want to but they mm-hmm. had so many other really great things planned as well so yeah. I, that was that was actually refreshing after having an experience as a teenager myself years ago like that wasn't as exciting so mm-hmm. um yeah and then the last thing I did also get to tour the it's a small world nursery that's for kids under three um, mm-hmm. Which my son would have fit into, and I, I think he would have loved it. He would have had a blast. So, yeah. um, and again, the staff there were really, really great. That is the only kids' club not included in the price that you pay. So, mm-hmm. I think it's like $9 an hour, and you have mm-hmm. to reserve it ahead of time. So, um, but it was, I would have paid it for at least a few hours here and there because mm-hmm. it was great. So, yeah. Yeah. I hope that okay, answered your
0: question. <laughs> so, you mentioned steak. And you you talked about five cuts of steak. So, tell me about the steak. Because, like, honestly, this is – whenever I go on vacation, I, like, whether it be Texas, Tennessee, like, any place I've been, the first thing I do is research steak and barbecue. Because that's primarily what I consume. So, talk talk about steak. Um.
2: (laughs) Uh, (coughs) Okay. So um you don't find out until you board the ship which restaurants you're going to dine at each night. Okay. But they'll they'll tell you they'll, they'll tell you what it is for every night and you can look mm. at the menus of every night. Okay. So um I every single night every steak just sounded good. So mm. um I was trying to pull up the menu for it. My number one was in Lumiere's. It's funny. The atmosphere of Lumiere's was the most the least interactive, but mm. I thought the food was the best. So mm. Um, it I, I if I can pull it up on here on the menu, I'll tell you what it, what exactly it was. But it was incredible. It was cooked perfectly. Um, and again, the staff were so attentive that if it hadn't been cooked perfectly, they immediately would have taken my plate and brought me out another one.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. so. John, you're gonna have your choice of fillets, you know, medallions, prime rib, mm-hmm. ribeye. I mean, there's so many different cuts, and they tell you each night what kind it is. Yeah. Um, for me, for me, it was all about the filet mignons. So mm-hmm. it was
2: a roasted filet steak, crusted potatoes with shallots, green beans, red wine jus—is that how you say it? And bearnaise sauce. Oh yeah. Juice jush, i don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was—it was incredible. It—I it, yeah. mean, that seems like a simple thing, but it was probably one of the best steaks I've ever had. And, so. and
1: John, if you don't like the steak. Cut that they have that night, ask for I mean, the one you want. I can pretty yeah. much guarantee you they're going to bring it yeah. out for you. Yeah.
2: They, I mean, they say it might take a couple extra minutes to go get it, but. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean, honestly, in like. <laughs> I miss the dining plan. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, we all do. We all do. When,
0: when <laughs> my wife and I would choose like a one or two night stay. We would get the signature plan and just bank our credits and just eat like at an incredibly
1: expensive restaurant for. Yeah. Might as well. Well, think of it. On a cruise, you can do the same thing, and it's not dining credit. Every night. One of the things that I think we should mention, John, just so you Mm -hmm. have the expectation, is there are two other restaurants that you can dine at on a Disney cruise that come at a plus cost. Mm. Um, A lot of people will take advantage of them. I personally have done them before, but. I love the service in the three main dining rooms, mm-hmm. Alyssa. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you felt the same way. But they have Remy and Palo. Yes. Um, just on about just every cruise ship. I don't remember if they're the same names on Wish. I think they might be
2: They're different. different. They're Enchante. And okay. uh, what's the other one on the Wish? Um uh, Blinken. blanking. Enchante is one. Um, yep. Yeah.
1: But Remy and Palo are the other four ships. Uh, we you did know. not
2: have Remy. We only have Palo. Okay. Uh, All right,
1: so I, maybe maybe Magic and Wonder don't have them both. Yeah, mm-hmm. because Dream and Fantasy do. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. So,
1: they'll, Go ahead. Y- you can't have an upgraded experience. And and a lot of the other cruise lines do the same thing. I know, like, on a Royal Caribbean ship, they have hibachi steakhouses. They have, mm-hmm. uh, what's the popular? Um,
2: they have like, Johnny, uh, Johnny Rockets. Rockets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Johnny Rockets are on there, and they have a, a pizza joint. So, I mean, there's lots of plus places on, on other cruise lines, and Disney's no different. They have a couple plus ones, too, that you – I think it's thirty or forty dollars per person, which surprised yeah. me.
2: I expected it actually to be more. So yep, 40 dollars a person was Paulo on our cruise, and it was that's not terrible. I if I did do Paulo because I love the service nightly. They had a brunch, so I did consider doing that. But I, from what I've heard, of a lot of times the platinum and gold uh, Castaway case, Key status uh, club members get those first because um, yep. apparently it's so good. So um, that does remind me. I did spend. $40 on a mixology class on board I totally forgot about that mm-hmm. um where we had a bartender go through how to make different styles of drinks um Ooh, and, and you got all you got to drink all five of the drinks oh, nice. so not only did you get the class <laughs> itself you got all the drinks which paid for the, the class itself anyway um how and was that was the walk was- back
1: to the room
0: <laughs> well, it was already
2: rocking a lot that, anyway. So. That,
1: that, that's why she doesn't remember, John. <laughs>
0: so
2: Captain Jack Sparrow told me just hide it. Hide the rocking of the ship with some realms. So, there you um, go. But, yeah. So, like, they have... Again, you don't have to do that. But we saw mm. it. There was an opening. We, we took it. And, it, again, it was worth every penny. I have paid for other things on, again, other cruise lines. And, meh, like, okay. So, yeah. It, it was definitely awesome um i do have to say i didn't mention my the other two restaurants we had we did have rapunzel's royal table um mm-hmm. and then we had animators palette which is kind of like a staple of um Disney mm-hmm. Line. so and yeah. they both had versions of dinner shows and rapunzel's royal table was the overall for us best experience with ambiance the show the food kind of everything put together
1: so yeah i would, I would agree with that one yeah Being, having been on your ship i thought rapunzel's was my favorite too so so good so, yeah. so
0: going back to I, what we talked about pre show, I'm kind of like the Disney Wish or Bust. What ship would you guys recommend then?
1: Well, I haven't been on Wish, so I can't mm. you know, talk about <clears throat> Wish yet. I don't think you have yet, Aly- Aly- Alyssa, either. No. But I have been on the other four, John. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's, I'm not going to say that it's a wash with any of these because they all have their own. Um, nuances and little differences mm-hmm. but fantasy and dream are sister ships so they're mm-hmm. very similar structurally the restaurants are pretty much in the same place it's the little bit of the decor and the statues and some of the other things that are slightly different but they're you know they're they're Coke and Pepsi if that makes sense Yeah, Magic and Wonder are kind of the same things they have slightly different restaurants um, you know but most of the things are in the same place so, you know, in, in my opinion, if it's my very first cruise, I'm not necessarily looking at the cruise ship itself. I'm looking mm-hmm. at the itinerary that I want to go on. Um, yeah, and where, I got to change that. Yeah, and where I want to leave from, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be Galveston or Miami or Port Canaveral. You're going to enjoy any of the four original ships, and if it's mm-hmm. Wish, you're gonna you know you're gonna be going out of port canaveral that's where that's launched you know from right yeah. now and Alyssa maybe you feel differently but for me it's not about the ship itself because i think the experience is going to be amazing for you no matter what of the five ships that you board uh-huh. mm-hmm. um i think you should look more at the itinerary and the amount of days and the price range because you're going to enjoy any of the five ships any mm-hmm. of them
0: uh-huh.
1: Alyssa yeah. you feel the same
2: uh, yes, I, I don't think you're going to have a bad experience on any of them. What I, I did get talking with quite a few people on my port adventure who are platinum status and have been on all the ships and been on the Wish. Um, and they say because they had been on all the other four ships, they did a lot of comparing of the Wish, which is very different. So the layout mm-hmm. is different, the experiences are different. And they, they kind of were disappointed because they loved everything about the four originals. But I also heard, and they agreed with this: if the wish is your first trip, is your first cruise, you're gonna love it. You're you're gonna have nothing to really nitpick. You're gonna think it's incredible, and then you can go on the other ones and also love those. Yeah. So so it, yeah, I
0: don't again, I don't
2: think you're gonna have a bad experience on any of them. Um, it's just gonna be different. The one complaint I've heard of anyone again who has done the original four going on the wish is the size of the adults-only area. The size. Yeah. I personally thought the size of the adult only area on the Magic was actually really big. And we spent a lot mm-hmm. of time there. And it and it was awesome. And, and the Magic is one of the smaller ships. The Magic and Wonder. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um so I I don't know the size of them.
1: I compared I've to- actually heard a list so that Magic and Wonder are still the biggest adult only areas. Okay. Slightly smaller on Dream and Fantasy even though they're bigger ships. Interesting. And then I've heard then I've heard Wish is even smaller yet. So yeah. It's That's like true. I think they're gauging John how many people are using it on a lot of their cruises? Are they more family-based? Yeah. Um, I agree with Alyssa. The the magic and wonder, I enjoyed the adult area best on those ships than I did any of the other ones. Because they do have adult-only areas, which I can see you and you know your your significant other spending some time at, John, because mm-hmm. there's no kids screaming, running around. There's a bar in the pool. You know, it's, it's yes, a great there's... place to be with a private hot tub. There's um, a term in the Oaks know, household place for... Be.
0: Um, vacationing around little kids, and I won't, I won't say it on the air.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, the other thing, I, I think we probably need to wrap up here pretty soon. But the other yep. thing that I think is, is cool. Let's call them cool little tidbits about the Disney ships, John. Is mm-hmm. the funnel vision? You know, you can watch movies all day while you're up at the pool. Disney live action and animated movies they also have movie theaters mm-hmm. um full full service theaters that have popcorn and everything else you know incredible theaters that are showing disney and the disney affiliated company movies all throughout your cruise i can remember mm-hmm. watching on almost all my cruises first run showings of you know buzz lightyear or or the marvel movies the eternals mm-hmm. i think one of the cruises one of the Avengers Infinity War movie had just come out. I think I watched it like five times on that cruise, you mm-hmm. know, and they're showing all throughout the times of the day, and that's all free and included. Mm. So the water coasters, there's so many things that I think we didn't touch on yeah. that make a Disney cruise so cool. So, And, um, and here's
2: one of them. So um, it, whenever you book through us, the confirmation email that we send you tells you about trying to find your cruise specific Facebook group. And so you can connect with the people who are going on your exact cruise. Um, And so that's Mm. something that I did. And one of the things I did was just something extra. It's not required, but I did what's called fish extenders. So you have Mm. a version of a a thing on your cabin door um, and you sign up for like a group of people. And it's almost like a secret Santa. And so all throughout the cruise, I would come back to my cabin and I'd have a little surprise gift in my fish extender. Mm. And it was actually, it was a lot of fun to do. And so then we would yeah. all comment on the Facebook group, like, oh, thank you, group, for this. And, oh, this was awesome and stuff. Um, so that was really cool. And people, they all have their own little things that they do. And they, they like, pixie dust people all around the ship with stuff. like, And it's just unexpected. So that mm-hmm. that is really cool little things. And people go all out with decorating their doors. Yeah. Like, it is insane. So I,
1: We do. We Cindy's do. Cindy's still looking for a her magnets bit. as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Amazon a- Amazon is your friend for a lot of the yeah. Disney magnets and things that you can use to decorate our door. Yeah mm-hmm. We have bought so many magnet sets that we've just continued to use over and over again on our on our mm. cruise lines. so yeah. so it's cool. So,
2: that's, stuff, that's stuff you're just not gonna find on other cruise lines though, which mm-hmm. is was really
0: awesome. We forgot to mention it at the beginning, but we are powered by moments of magic travel. So if you want to <laughs> book a package with us, I, I, I'm sorry. We we're <laughs> we're, we're hanging my head in shame. Moments of Magic oh, Travel.com. It's going to be pen. in the opening graphic Yes, <laughs> it will be. So, yeah, people um, saw that. Yep. So, anyway, uh, well, I think that is going to wrap it up for us. Alyssa, that sounds like an amazing trip. Uh, I'm definitely going to uh, plan a cruise, hopefully, sometime in the next and year. And
2: pick, pick my brain while it's all fresh. Oh, so. I will. Oh, you yeah. know I'm good
0: about messaging you, so, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah. No, so excited. For
1: Jeff. Oh wait,
2: for, wait, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, last last thought. If you book a Disney cruise through us, you get on board credit.
1: Yes, yes. I was gonna say yes. that's literally important.
2: cost you nothing extra. We pay you to book through us and go on a cruise. Mm-hmm.
1: I yep. I always like to I always like to tell my clients that I'm giving a little bit of my pixie dust back to you. Yes. You know, you guys you, our clients, jump on that cruise ship, and and they're gonna see on their ledger a little bit of a gift, right. uh, bonus to start the cruise. So yes, yep. that's what we. One of the things we do here at Moments of Magic Travel is give a little bit of our pixie dust that Disney gives us back to you guys. Yep.
0: Yes. Okay. So right. let's try this go. again. <laughs> Dig deep. All right. For Jeff, for Alyssa, mm-hmm. I'm John, and thanks for watching. The Universe of Magic podcast, where we put a positive spin on the world of travel. Have a great night. All right. Take care, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs>